Blog Talk Radio. Run the show, so let me back down. You take the leading role, and I play the background. I know I miss my cues, no, I forget my lines. I'm sticking to your script, and I'm reading all your signs. I don't need my name in lights, I don't need a song and roll. And why gain a whole wide world if I'm just gonna lose my soul? And my ways ain't pure if I don't live according to your word. I can't enjoy this life without your wisdom being heard. So, word to every dancer for a pop star. Cause we all play the background, but mine's a rock star. Yeah, so if you need me, I'll be stage right. Praying the whole world will start embracing stage right. So let me fall back and stop giving my suggestions. Cause when I follow my obsessions, I end up confessing that I'm not that impressive. Matter of fact, I'm who I are. A trail of stardust leading to the superstar. of my soul, I was master of my fate, lost control and then I sank, so I don't want to take the lead, cause I'm prone to make mistakes, all these folks who follow me, gon' end up in the wrong place, so just let me shadow you, and just let me trace your lines, matter of fact, just take my pen, here you create my rhymes, cause if I do this by myself, I'm scared that I'll succeed, and no longer trust in you, cause I only trust in me, and see, that's how you end up headed to destruction, pacing the road to nowhere, pull your life out for nothing, you pull my card, I'm bluffing, you know what's in my hand, me, I just roll and trust you, you call the dice to land, I'm in control of nothing, follow you at any cost, and some call it sovereign will, all I know is you the boss, and man, I'm so at ease, I'm so content, I play the background like it's an instrument. When I'm in your will and trust your word And I know I'm dangerous when I trust myself My vision blurred And I ain't got no time to play like foolish games Got plenty aims, but do they really glorify your name? And it's a shame the way I wanna do these things for you Yeah, don't even cling to you Take time to sit and glean from you And it seems that you are patient in my ignorance If ignorance is bliss, it's cause she never heard of this
worry or hesitation about being politically correct. It's your forum to discuss what matters to you and to me. Individual expressions are boring and they can create nothing but a monologue. Who wants to know all about just me? I want to know about you. So if you want to tell it like it is, the empire is where it's going to go down. Check Facebook or my website for show times and days as those days and times may change. For more information, contact me at EmpressCooperDavison at gmail.com or by my website www.theempress.com for when the empire speaks the empress listens Gulf Coast girl. I mean, I'm from the Gulf Coast. That's what I do. 
We like mud bugs. We like lobster. We like shrimp. We like crab. We like all of that stuff. You can put it on whatever you put it on, and it's great. But some people just go on and on and on about how horrible it is, how it's not good for you to make you sick, how the water's got 10% of feces in I mean, you just won't believe. They have said everything from pork to ice cream to shrimp to Capri Sun. You cannot get on a thread without someone saying something, you know, crazy. And, um, you know, th- that's just one thing. Then um, <laughs> you can go to other posts. Now, everybody knows new movie with Dr. Dre. Uh, it's coming out on August the 14th, so everybody's been doing the straight out of post. So you can go to the website. Actually, someone showed it to me because I was going to post it, just like I wasn't going to post my face in red, black, and green. But, of course, they know I'm a picture hog, and I love to take pictures. They sent me the app. I went to the thing, put it on my phone, set it up there, you know, straight out of my point. That's where I'm originally from. It's fun. It's easy. It doesn't hurt anybody. Except for it's just probably tipping off, you know, everybody to where everybody and how they connected so you can't even deny it in the court of law. Maybe that's what it's about. I don't know. But it's just like there's a whole thread today about how horrible that is. Who cares when you're straight out of? So I just felt like we needed to air some things out, get some things out of your system because it's just getting old for people to just be mad just for nothing. Like, what you mad for? Why do you even have to be mad? Now, the way that we do it here on the Empire – you do not have to say, do, tell anything that you don't want to tell. It's just an open forum. We like to talk here. We like to have conversation here. Um, I, I, every time I say that word now, it's getting on my nerves. I did a thread the other day about words that are being typed in, in, incorrectly or words that are being used in lieu of other words. Now, I make up words, you know, I do understand that sometimes people can't understand what you're saying if you're using the wrong literal word like I, I don't know how you can get certain words misplaced but I can they sound alike but it made me think you can't read or something if you or just a literal now you can tell when someone's typing and spell check takes over and it goes all off you know you can tell that but it's different when people just are just you know you trying to say I know that I'm a girl Okay, I know. I know in my mind that I'm a girl. I know in my heart that I'm a, I'm a girl. That's K-E-N-O-W. That's not E-N-O. That's not, um, it, 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 I mean, like, come on. Like, I know I'm a girl. So I don't know if you know that that doesn't go with that. That's a no. That's E-N-O. Like, some people just don't get that. Those types of things worry me. But, and then some things that are not quite as concrete. Some things that are like almost, I would say, celebrity, like this whole deal with this Powerball winner today. Like this, this has like I'm, I'm, I'm literally, almost not literally, I'm without words because some people are co-signing this female who has bailed out her boyfriend for a second time uh, to the tune total of six million dollars in bail. Now, if you if, let's just first. I want to go ahead and open up the lines because very few people need to know the backstory. Some people don't care what the backstory is. And I found it interesting that a lot of the men found it distractive or found it very, I saw where some guys even said that it was very selfish of any woman to try to say that that was not the right thing to do. And unless you've been under a rock, unless you have lived, 
in a cave uh, in the last, I would say, 24, 48 hours, because I think this story has broken recently for the purposes of distraction, distraction from what I'm not really sure. But in essence, a woman by the name of Marie Holmes, and I think in this year, she won this Powerball. It may have even been last year, but either way, she won the Powerball to the tune of $188 million. She won it outright. She got the ticket. Actually, her mom picked up the ticket from um, the store on her way to church. And the next morning, she realized that she had won. And now she's the subject of conversation because she decided to bail out her boyfriend, not just one time, but twice. And now for the sum total of $6 million. Now, I just want to know how you feel about it. Now, this is kind of sort of one of those things that, you know, we talk about and people will go on and on about what they do. And you go from one thread and they feel this sort of way about it. And then you go to another thread and they feel a whole different way about it. The way that I identify you in order for you to comment is just for you to listen for the last four digits of your phone number. When I hear the last four digits, when you hear the last four digits of your phone number, that means that I have opened up your line. You can speak to me. You can identify yourself or not. But we just want to hear what you have to say. Sixty nine ninety nine. Are you there? Can you hear me? Nine nine nine. Are you there? And can you hear me? Okay. It would it would help if you would know the last four digits of your phone number because when you don't know the last four digits of your phone number, I can't help you with that because I don't know who you are. Let's go with eighty nine fifty two. Are you there? Can you hear me? Of course, I'm here. I'm glad you're here. What you got to say about this Powerball winner of one hundred and eighty eight million dollars bailing out her boyfriend? All right, you know I'm going to bring the real from my perspective and my point of view on this. Yes, Starters, on the first go-round when that joker got locked up, I went ahead and left him in there and let him deal with the consequences of his actions. The first $3 million would not ever have been spent. The second $3 million would not have ever been spent. You choose to get out here and do unintelligent things, to get you in a place to where your freedom has been taken away from you, then you need to go ahead and live out your uh, your days and uh, pay the consequence for whatever it is that you've done. You get out there and screw up, period, with me, I can write you off and move on to the next individual. I'm done with you. I don't have time for it. It's all stupid okay. and asinine in my opinion. Okay. Ninety-one twenty-four. How do you weigh in on our hundred and eighty-eight million dollar lottery winner bailing out her boyfriend to the tune of six million dollars? The way I feel about it, she bought the ticket. She won the money. She could do whatever she wanted to do with it. I mean, obviously, she loved him, or maybe they had a deal or something. I don't know. That kind of story and that kind of thread, I don't even get involved in. I've learned that uh, social media has become a soapbox, uh, uh, a digital soapbox for people to stand on and throw rocks. You know, you can have a full-blown fight with somebody through social media without even throwing a punch. 
and people are taking it to the extreme. But as far as that lady winning that money, I mean, if I won $188 million, I'll be damned if anybody going to tell me what to do with it. If I fill up $1,000 in a box with $100 bills and just throw it over a bridge on top of some homeless people, if that's what I want to do, that's what I do. I can't waste no time worrying about what somebody else do with their money. Okay. And I think it's interesting that a lot of people have already had the conversation as to whether or not they, what they would do when they would get money. I know that I have, you know, every time I've ever seen a Powerball winning or a lottery winning, I always wonder, Ooh, if I had that money, what I would do. And I've already told my family what would happen. I've already told my coworkers what would happen so that they can understand the bizarre behavior that I'm going to have after I win. I don't want them to be trying to get me committed. They just need to know that this was going on, you know, indicates that I don't have to reveal who I am, that kind of thing. And, you know, so that they can, you know, be on the train with me. Uh, let's try this again. Sixty nine ninety nine. Are you there? Can you hear me? I, you know, I write the numbers down just so that I can, I can. Go ahead. Are you there? Yeah, I'm sorry. I had you on mute. <laughs> Tell me what you Okay, tell me what you think about this uh, $188 million lottery winner who decides to use $6 million of that money to bail her boyfriend out of jail. Personally, I understand the gentleman saying it's her money, and that, that's a fact. However, I think it's a bigger issue than just the money. If he has had this type of criminal background for so long, he has those are his issues. If she is also has been caught with marijuana, she has issues. So at the end of the day, they're going to need somebody else to bail them out with that money because they have bigger issues. You know, if this woman, I think it says she's a parent and this is who you're deciding to be with, that's not good for your kids, let alone for yourself. So I personally would not do it even if I had $9. I'm not bailing nobody out. You know, you got to have some nah. serious issues to call me that, you know, say, come and get you out of jail. Because I, I don't do that, and I think whatever situation you put yourself into, you may deserve it. Now, if you're doing drugs, don't call me. Call your mama, call don't your cousin. Do not call me. Don't ask me to play for you, because I'm not going to do it. I ain't going to even lie. Nah. Players are not going up. Nah, and players is not going up. There you go. There you have it. And if you can hear me, yes, I'm waiting on you, and uh, I'm still mad at you because you always saying you're going to be free, Antonio, but that's okay. I'm going to just dog you out over the air. You'll be able to hear back on call back. 0946, you're on the air. Can you hear me? Hello? Yes, 0946. Yes, can you hear me? Uh-oh, you just dropped, called me right back. But that was an interesting last informational. Um, uh, yeah, a lot of people now are going to text me about it. Yes, the lines are open. The number is there. If you don't press one, you don't come into the queue. I don't know that you're there. So, yeah, I can see where there are several callers in queue, but I can't see your number until you give me the red light pressing one and coming in and letting me know that you want to talk. But let me just give you a, a little bit of the background. And our, our last caller kind of sort of let us in on that. And I do see you back on the line, 5829. Hold on just a second. I want to give a few more little uh, informationals about what's, what we're talking about. We're talking about this female. And this is not a 
uh, I wouldn't say a, a, a dumb woman. I wouldn't even say a side. I would say a very immature uh, hoodler. This is a woman by the name of Mary Holmes who won $188 million jackpot Powerball after giving her mother $15 to just casually go and get a ticket, okay? No problem. Happens all the time, probably every Sunday in some neck of the woods. But this is the truth that you need to know. This North Carolina woman is a mother of four children, a seven-year-old son, a four-, three-, and nine-month-old daughter. Now, she's not married to this guy, and if you go back to Facebook after the show is over, you can see her interview with Good Morning America after she had one. And, of course, everybody says what's politically correct, and then life happens. But what you also need to know is that this was just not a first-time deal. This is Mary Holmes, who has a boyfriend by the name of Lamar McDowell, who was in prison at the beginning of the year on drug charges. There was a $3 million bond at that time on her going to bond him out on this second uh, gun charge, she was arrested. Well, she wasn't really arrested. They, they, what they did is they, they, they cited her for having marijuana on her person when she went to pay his other $3 million bail. And the police claimed that the man had violated his curfew uh, several times since he had been released earlier, that they did have reason to investigate and arrest him. But the money can't apparently solve the problems that they have because the woman who came to bail him out is now awaiting trial for possible charges for herself. He, too, after having been bailed out and free, has a $6 million uh, bond out on him. And in her defense, this is what she had to say. Now, she didn't say anything publicly and through the media, per se, um, like she did when she won the money through television, but what she did post is this. She said, why y'all need to be worried about my money, you need to be worried about y'all's money and not how I spend mine that's benefiting me. How is it benefiting y'all? And no, he's not a drug dealer or user, but who are you all to judge anybody? I will definitely pray for y'all because it's much needed. They talked about Jesus. So I'm not surprised y'all are talking about me. Be blessed, she said, to Facebook after bailing out her boyfriend. Now, I want to go back to our caller that had dropped before 0946 and see if you want to weigh in any differently than you might have before. Because we're talking about the woman who, who right. had a hundred and high, $188 million. Yes, I can hear you. What do you have to say? All right. I have a question. Can I talk? Say what I feel. Um, I see. I feel like you're hating on this lady. She got 188 million dollars, and she want to spend it on a no good ass nigga. Not spending on a no good ass nigga. I think you need some dick again, like that's what's your problem. Okay, okay, you're 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 welcome to say that, but the fact that you're able to say that. With this you know much passion and that, no, 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 I, no, no. There, there's probably not a whole lot of dick you have. I know you probably thought you were going to monologue, but I have a mute button. But see, it has very little to do with dick size. And you're so simple that you went straight to telling me that I'm hating, which is the perfect introduction to the second part of the show. Because people who have very little to offer always go to the part that's basic. 
something sexual, something demeaning, and now you're going to tell me how you can give me some dick when you probably have less than three inches. So this this is this is the type of thing. This is why this show was created is because we're trying to have a very open, popular commentary about a topic that everybody's talking about, but you want to make it personal as if you know what's happening with my vagina, which you don't. You know, I don't know who you are. I have your number now, and maybe I can call you later and see if you really need a hookup or some attention because that's what you're doing. Like, this is the bitch assness that men or play play men want to have when they do different things. Now, you call into a show, you introduce people. He's called in two or three times just to let the listening audience know. He has called in several times to try to demean me when all I'm trying to do is talk about the situation that the rest of the world is talking about. You know, it has nothing to do with me personally. This is what I do. This is what commentary is about. But instead of being able to stay on topic, which is a cranium activity, which means you have to use your head, Instead, you go to some basic stuff like maybe you can give me some dick. Now, I'm not going to drop your call. I'm going to let you marinate on that, and then I'm going to open up the lines for people who may have a little bit something more progressive to say. I'm going to open up all of the other lines so that people can kind of have some conversation because that's what we're here for. We're not here to demean anybody. I'm not hating on anybody. To hate means I have to have invested some type of feeling into the situation. What I do know is that there's a North Carolina mom of four children all under the age of majority who have a who has a mom whose priority is to give very large sums of money back to a system that just really gave it to her by luck. Now if you don't see a problem in that, you know, you you probably won't. Let's see if you have anything to say so far. Do you Let have anything? Uh-uh. We all have You're to be to be black. We black. We all have to look out for each other. We black. Wait, 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 You say we're black. You come back on the line and you're talking about black. But a few minutes ago, you wanted to put dick in me to solve a problem of economics. Tell me how that how that eats. Look, you're mad. Yeah, he. I'm something going on in your I'm life. Not, I'm, not mad. Mad. I'm, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Million dollars to her man. That's a man. You know what I'm saying? Okay. If she wants to spend that on her man, okay. let her spend that on her man. Okay. Okay, do do you think that, okay, and I feel, okay, now we're hearing each other, okay, because it's not personal, because I feel what you're saying, and what you're saying is that she's taking a position to support her man, but do you not think there's a better use of money for a man who is reciprocating inside of a judicial system? They're snatching him away from her life, and basically she's paying them to do that. Do you not see that? Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I see that, I see that, I, I see that. Okay, I'm glad yeah, your sure. eyes are open now. So let's go on to some wrong people that's on the line because you you, you wasting my time with, with trying to make it personal. Let's go to another topic because – or maybe let's just go ahead and get a few more uh, comments behind that back and forth because it's, it's I talk with passion. I do talk with passion because that's what I do. That's what I've always wanted to do. It's what I do in my professional life now. That's what I do plan to do in aspirations online, but I have at no point ever hated a person, especially someone I don't know. What I do have is passion for situations, and sometimes I can speak in heated ways, and I think that's a misplaced of emotion. I'm not upset with the, the young man who is just on the phone. I'm not upset with the woman, but what I do, what does move me from the inside is that 
six whole million dollars. Do you understand? I mean, that's not a, really a lot of money. Like we individually, uh, from the time I think of eighteen up to the time of uh, what they used to say is the age of retirement, sixty-five, we will have seen several millions of dollars, or spent several millions of dollars just in the black community since he want to go cultural, which is another thing a lot of people do when they ain't got nothing else. They ain't got nothing else to hold on to. Um, we spend more money than any other group of people in the world, not in the United States, but in the world. We spend more money, but we make less money than anybody else in the world. Let that equation is broken down. We have a single, not married, that's a man, but this is a single black female with four children, all of whom we hope will be able to be fed, home, um, cooked food, and all that other big stuff. We would like for them to be educated. Six million dollars? She could have educated them, their children, and their children's children with that. But all of that to say what? I don't know. Uh, I knew he would drop off the line after he got a little bit of a brain opening up. But let's just see if anybody else want to uh, hang in there. Let's see. 9124, are you there? Do you want to weigh in before we change the topic? Yeah, um, uh, definitely um, money could have went to better use. Um that's a part of the miseducation in most of our communities with this when it comes to money, you know, we don't get training when it comes to money. We mostly get trained on how to spend it and uh, where to waste that. And just listening to the, uh, the facts of that story, it could have been a situation where he actually took a charge for her and she felt like she owed him, you know, but being educated about money, being educated about money is something that a lot of parents nowadays that have a decent amount of money and they, they give uh-huh. a lot to their kids, they don't ever teach their kids the value of money. This young lady obviously wasn't somebody uh-huh. that grew up with somebody that taught her about money. You know, uh-huh. she's going she's gonna to squander it either on him or some other way. You know, she's probably in the mall and everywhere else, so. Nobody never talked to her about investing. Nobody ever talked to her about fun, how to, you know, move funds around. And we understand that. We do understand. Let me get the other two callers that are on the, on the line just to weigh in on that before we change the subject. Uh, 69.99, are you there? Can you hear me? Still. Yes, I'm here. I might be on. That's okay. Do you have anything additional to say to that particular to that particular scenario. Well, man, he made a good point, but that relationship, in my opinion, is not a healthy one. Because mm-hmm. if you're taking charges for each other, y'all need some help. We need to focus on being some, some good parents. And I'm assuming maybe she dated this guy for a minute. How come we can't be good husbands? How come we can't be good wives? How come we cannot be good role models to our children? How come we can't be good model citizens? You get some applause because that, that's what it's ours. It's not the children, girl. So right. Applause. Because if she's doing this, okay, now the world knows. So obviously, her kids know. So it's a good chance they're going to do it, and then these are going to be people who our children are going to come in contact with, and the cycle continues. But somebody got to step up and say, hey, we're not going to do this. We're going to be productive people in community. So that's just I my piece. totally you know, and I'm going to say this because some people think that I only let people on the show and I only do threads where people have to agree with me. It's not, you know, I don't, 
I promise you, I don't have any idea of who's going to say what and what's going to be said because that would be prep and that would be agenda. I don't have an agenda. Those are hidden types of modes of what to do. I tell you very plainly, we just want to have talk, we want to have conversation, and we want to give everybody the opportunity to respectfully exchange ideas. Now, just because I'm on my soapbox, don't mean other people don't have their soapbox. So I asked a couple of people on their inboxes just what they thought would be in the usual stuff. Uh, but I want to hear from you. I want to know what you want to get on your soapbox about. We got a new caller on the line, and I identify you by the last four digits of your phone oh, number. Hello. Hello? Yes, hello? you're on the air. My name is Mr. Yeah. Um, top. Um, okay. I just want to know the <laughs> What? I said, you um, you are not clear at all. You're very excited to be on the air. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize. I, okay. I'm I'm apologizing. I was trying to say, do you have a man? Um, this is not a dating service, but no, I I'm not in an active so relationship right now. We need a man. I need a man. You need a man. Okay, I need a man. And do you think that you're that man? I mean, I might be that man. You probably need any man. You know what I'm saying? You probably take your brother, man, your sister, man, your mama, man, any man. No, this is our man. You know, and see, this is the reason why we in the state we in, people. We got a grown man calling up here talking, telling me what I need, and he can't even tell me. Answer the question that I asked. I asked, do, do you think you can be my man? No, he can't even answer that. So let's just keep going. Please, Mr. Man, for somebody else, because it won't be mine, because you can't even speak clear enough for me to understand the words that are coming out of your mouth. It's kind of like one man, if you ask me, because I, I just I just asked a question. Is there something that you want to talk about, something that you think that uh, needs to be changed, needs to stop? And you obviously say that it's me, but then you stop there and have nothing else to say. That's probably about 3K level, and there's not a whole lot you can do for me or with me. I'm 42 years old. I'm able to string subject verbs. Uh, together to make an agreement. I'm able to have a full exchange, you know, and I don't mind that you not agree. I just don't like talking to myself. But, you know, sometimes on the empire we have to do that. So let's just go on to another subject because, you know, it's kind of interesting. You know, you give people the opportunity to have an open forum and you get a grown-ass man giggling because he's on the air. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's never been on the air before. It's interesting. It's just interesting to me. And, yeah, I've seen through all different medias, and I'm sure I'll get hate mail, but who doesn't? Because I think a lot of the reasons why things are the way that they are is because people do honestly not have any path for themselves. Now, I was I was also asked to talk about people who are bandwagoners, and I don't know exactly what that means. Um, I'd like to expound on it, but I want to open up the line to someone who may actually have something Coherent to say, eighty nine fifty two. Are you there? Please be there. Please have a topic. Eighty nine fifty two. Yes, baby, because I'm so I'm exhausted with not being on, able to hold on, real quick, baby. Uh, come hold on, baby. <laughs> okay, 
Let's see, we got a block caller. Let's see if our block caller wants to say something while you're holding it. Block caller, are you there? Do you have anything you'd like to say? Hello, you're on the air. No? Okay, maybe they're not. This this is this is not this is not what I envision. Let's go to twenty four oh 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 you're there, you're there, you're there. Your line is open. Are you there? Do you have anything to say on the block line? I mean you're welcome to say whatever you have. Yay nay, say, say bay. Okay. Well maybe maybe it's it's maybe it was the last caller's girlfriend. Let's take a quick commercial break. I don't know. People are tripping already on the phone lines, and we're just trying to have a conversation about what gets up under your skin. This is your opportunity to say it, and if you don't have the words, we can help you. Listen, have you been right at the point of ready? Perfect shoes, perfect dress, perfect hair, perfect makeup, and you look a fool. Well, we're going to stop all that right now. Kevin Foster is the person for you. Aside from him being able to travel to you, being known for his white tape series, he offers a unique experience very, very inexpensive. It'll be worth the money that you spend. Prices start at 125 If you would like an appointment with Kevin, call 770-407-9025 to set an appointment. Tell him that the Empress sent you. It's Instagram, Facebook, or on KFOS Photography. Tell him the Empress sent you. <laughs> okay, so, okay, so Hey, so we back, and we are hoping to have a full conversation. We had a couple of callers who just decided to be excited to be on the air uh, and tell me that I need a penis in my life as if they are. Right. You know, my kind of college just doesn't have that accent, so I know he knows what's going on, you know, down there. And I know what's going on down there, but the thing is, if I, it, that's one of the things that's on my list about people who go around the way to ask questions instead of just asking I had a conversation with uh, someone on inbox that was very interesting, and because I wasn't, I guess, saying what he wanted me to say or doing what I wanted, what he wanted me to do, which was to send him a full body shot. And I, I hear that all the time. Sometimes I'm in the studio when I do the show. Most times I'm at my home like I am now when I do the show. So I can broadcast from really wherever I have radio feed and that sort of thing. So it doesn't you know, necessitate me to be standing up and doing like a lot of the other personalities do. Some of them, actually, they do uh, Periscope, which is a new app that you can live feed, but you can't interact with the with your audience, which I prefer. And I don't think that what you see all the time is what you get, and I think you automatically go south, which is which, which almost was what he just did. When I put pictures of my whole body out, I get all of the mini dick hustlers. I get all of the guys who don't have nothing else to do but social, internet, blogish, uh, internet-wise harass and hustle women because they're frustrated. I, it's not anything that I'm doing or saying. I can simply post a pic and, and things come out sideways. I don't know, Lily. Is there anything you want to get off your chest? Because that was one thing I wanted to get off. All right, who are you talking to? Me? You? Me? <laughs> you? <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go ahead and append what you stated on uh, in regards to those bad elements that you uh, get approached by or whatever. Um, I find it appalling and deplorable that you have such individuals out there that really just glorify ignorance. Mm-hmm. You know, and want to 
and in the glorification of ignorance. Um, basically, low key, low key, um, you know, degrade a woman in regards to. And regards to how we should live our lives. Because we felt like another individual who was immature and irresponsible made a poor choice, then we need to have a sexual liaison because we're having lack thereof. Really, guys? Uh-huh. So, is that all that you have to say? Right, right. What is it when God gets this thing? And I'm going to open up everybody's line. Lily, you have a little bit of background feed. So it's hard to open up yours. So open up free with a caller who is not identifying themselves, and that's fine. You don't have to tell me who you are to tell me what you're about, because that's what's important when we have conversations on the Empire. We're just trying to talk, trying to have conversation that has a little bit of weight to it. And what is it? Am I the only one? Um, because I can see how people can say uh, that I may even post with an attitude. I've been told that I'm a little bit arrogant. That that's just you have certain things you have to add into words in order to say or give a descriptive. Like there's no way that you can get <clears throat> arrogance from words because arrogance is an attitude, is uh, uh, inflection that has to do with the experience between two people. So that that doesn't even make sense. I know sometimes when we type. Sometimes you can type in big, big letters, and that's like screaming, which I don't do that. I, I make a point not to do that. Sometimes uh, words individually will automatically post that are kind of big, and it's not to scream at that person, but, you know, you have to read it in context. Is there anybody else on the line who wants to share? Because I feel like, I, I felt like, and I told one of my uh, friends, I felt like I just wanted to just go off anyway. I have a lot of pent-up emotion, but it's not meant for anybody directly. I just needed to say something, get some things off my chest. And one of them is that I don't have to show you my chest. I do not have to show you my chest. I do not have to show you how I can arc my back. I do not have to show you what type of bubble I have in my booty because that doesn't make who I am. Right. That only puts me in a category. Right. It, uh, Miss White, whoever's saying White, explain to me that's how you feel about some of these. Tell me about it. All right. Again, and, you know, and not to toot my own horn, but I'm not an ugly woman. Let's get that out there for starters. Mm. All right, man. Equate beauty with being being airheaded. So Mm. I'm always approached as if I'm the dumb blonde, not to be, you know, tacky or whatever. But when I use the expansive vocabulary that I do use, which I'm notorious for using big and lofty words, why? Because I'm a word freak, for starters. Secondly, mm-hmm. I want you to know that I'm intelligent. Because whatever I put out there is whatever it is that I want to attract. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. If being a sapiophilic woman is a bad thing, then shoot me. I'm sorry. I, you know, I get, the thing that irritates me the most is when you have the inbox bandits to get in the inbox. And the first thing, hey, baby, how are you? Uh, can, I, can I get a picture of your legs? Uh, can I get a picture of this? Uh, can I get a picture of that? And 
me being sarcastic, I go ahead and create some of the most outlandish photos and send it to them, and I get cussed out and called everything except the name that was listed on my birth certificate. And I get called uh, stuck up and silly uh-huh. because of this. Uh-huh. And then, you know, and then, Sharon, you know how I feel in, in regards to certain things, and I let them know, listen, I'm not in the market, and I have no interest. And I've made you fully mm-hmm. aware of that. So go away. And if I was in the market and if I did have an interest, you would, like, mm-hmm. be on the very, very, very bottom end of the totem pole. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm very much almost pushed sometimes to test people's capabilities, not to antagonize. I'm like, really, do you really? Because I really don't think. That that first caller, see, he doesn't know that when you call into the show, I don't have to find and delete your number. I can keep it and I can harass you if I want to, but it, it would mean that you're worth something for me to do that. I'm wondering if you really just want to say instead of, oh, I'm going to use it. Rather than saying that, you can't find the words to say, I find you extremely attractive and I really want to well, know you better. Be, you know what I'm saying? Well, keep in mind, when you're dealing with individuals that speak on that level and are sexually preoccupied, let's name it as that. You got your you have a sexual preoccupation. A pervert. Like you said, yeah, you have a sexual preoccupation. So like you said, sexual preoccupation, in my opinion, goes hand in hand with mental deficiency. Take it however you want to take it. Um, Can I say something? Sure, yes, go, go ahead. Okay, um, first of all, for that young man to suggest that if you did have a man or have something else going on sexually, that you still wouldn't express the same opinion is ignorant. And for him to speak mm-hmm. to any woman like that in any kind of open form, that means he, he doesn't have any respect for his mother, his sister or any of his own female family members. That's the kind of result that you get. That's the result that you get from a young man that was raised by somebody that never put him in his place. So just to clear that up, uh, he he had no place to do that because he would be ready to fight somebody that spoke to his mother like that. And we are somebody's mother. And see, that's the thing. I think that social media... The whole opportunity that people are missing with it is being abused in such a way. Because mm-hmm. some of the stuff people do and say on there is so fake and it's so not them. It's as if they don't remember that some of us know you. Like, some of us know who you are, but it it, it enrages people or it gives people some, some social network calls to say, and do some of the things just like what he did because I'm almost tempted to dial his number and call him back and see if he has anything else he wants to say. Because I know if 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 if, if it was someone that was in a real life situation, you were in their presence, they couldn't even conjure up good morning, how you doing? And it's not that I'm just so fierce that I take your breath away. I'm just saying, like you really don't you don't talk to people like that in real life, so what makes it okay to talk to them behind a computer screen in that way? 
Now, right. anybody else have anything else to say about that before we go on to this? Um, um, I think that I'll, I'll, I'll add that Greg made a valid point. He doesn't have any respect for any of the female family members um, in his own immediate family. And also, in, in adding to that, there was no male presence in the house to show him how to respect a woman. That's right. Yeah, I wonder what his dad is. Because, um, you know, it, 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 and I'm not saying anything about this young man. I'm saying he has learned something has got come back in a positive way or in some type of rewarding way for you to practice in anything that you do, even if it's in folly. If you get rewarded enough in good or bad, you'll keep doing it. Some, some of the uh, early 80s teaching with regard to children and child discipline used to actually say that. The more that you reinforce something, the the more that um, that uh, behavior becomes. So that's what I was saying. Don't spank your kids. If you hit your kids when they act bad, they'll know that they can get extra attention when they're acting bad. So they will do that. Now I'm all about getting you a rebel and whooping behind if you're out of order when you're not upset and you don't have to leave no more. It's like I ain't never got no beating in my life by either of my parents. I got a a whooping once by my mom and a whooping once by my dad. And that was enough. I'm like, y'all too big to be, like, doing stuff like this to me because I be wanting to fight that, and I know that I can't. So I stop doing the The same is true with regards to emotions and relationships and everything else. Some woman has actually responded to that foolishness he has, that he called on his mind with. And the first yeah, time was he, a totally different. It was a totally different guy. I want y'all to understand. There was two different phone numbers, one out of the 347 and one out of the 917. Both of those lines are two different people, two obviously different levels of testosterone in their base and their voice. So it doesn't matter if you are being reinforced, whether you're 15, 18, 22, or you're 42, 82, 62, and, it's, and you're being reinforced and, and rewarded, you'll keep doing that foolish behavior. Now, I want to talk about something else because I, I, this is this is a thing that that's really my soapbox. And I said I wasn't going to talk about it, but I got to talk about it. I got to talk about it. Anybody have anything else before we get on this? Because I can tell we're going to talk about this for the rest of the, for the show. Cause that's, how, that's how bad it made me. Intimacy. Don't, don't, let, don't okay. let that bother you. I mean, you know, why... Why allow that to get next to you, Sharon? You know, it, 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 it doesn't. My personal it, opinion, it, you know, dust it off because that's the intelligence of a paint chip. And what does a paint chip do? Fall to the floor and lay there. Well, it doesn't. But it doesn't bother me to where I'm not going to sleep. Actually, I'm a. I used to be a queen to come back, but people would try to jank. You know, I just didn't have to get dirty and doggish. And I am I'm I'm not I'm a sensitive person, but I'm not I'm realistic to know that it's coming from somewhere else and especially when it comes from a, a person that you don't know, it's very empty and it's hard to get at somebody that you know nothing about. Like if I knew what he looked like or something like that, you know, men are just as superficial as women, I would jank on that level or if I knew that he was four four 
and I'm five seven, I can call him a tiny mite, and that would probably piss him oh, off. Oh, you know, I know oh, how to do things oh, like that. Oh, but, you know what I'm saying? Oh, and me and me and, and just on my defense, men do the same thing, and I think I've been taught by men enough with being, you know, me and being rejected sometimes and men not feeling me or I'm not feeling them and then they say something just to cut to the person, just to cut to the woman, like it don't really bother me. I just like I it's really hard to come back off of somebody that I don't know who you are, if you can't string a sentence together. I can't really tell if you got all your friends or not. You know, I, I just really don't know. But with this topic, it's about <laughs> this is about men who whine about women, okay? And y'all already oh know. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I have been oh on so many uh, forums with this, and I don't. And I think that's why a lot of people think that I hate men, and I don't. I do not hate men. I think that men are wonderful. I think that men are a gift. Uh, I think that men are exactly, uh, we're actually, you know, we came from them, but we are exactly the, the steps from them sometimes from, you know, being young men to great men to kings. I think that that cannot usually happen without some express non-related love and connectivity to a woman. That's just how I think. And the thing is, is it's so evident. Like, it's so evident. Our world is so messed up right now. Like, we have men that are just out there and they do not know how to function they so don't know how to function that they've decided to start to act like women, literally, figuratively, and on social networks. Now, before I get on my particulars that I hate about that, does anybody, let's go with sixty nine ninety nine. I got you labeled as the money lady because you were saying, you know, that's her money, you know, she just wanted to do her money. Tell me, do you have any particular gripes about men and their role in our society right now? Sixty nine ninety nine. Ma'am, I'm I keep my phone muted because I don't want the background noise. <laughs> it's okay. But what, so you're okay with the way men are functioning and representative in our society right now? Real men, yes. Not some else. Tim, what? A- Tell me what a real man is. That's what I want to know. That's the real question. What is a real man? So the real man would be the gentleman that was just on the line saying, you know, that obviously the caller that kind of got us all off subject um, didn't have a role model. You know, a real man knows how to have a conversation with the woman. They know how to respect them. Um, They know that their role is to protect and provide, you know, not some male that just, you know, runs their mouth and talks about nothing. You know what I mean? However, um, I think if we don't, if we allow a male to treat us a certain way, then that's how they're going to treat us. So if you check them uh. early on, they won't come to you with that. Uh. So check them. How you check them? Oh, yeah. You know, I used to. Well, I mean, you know, again, just like, just, yeah, just like you did. You just said, listen, I'm not going to tolerate that. I'm not sure if you released the call. But you just have to let people know what you're willing to accept and what you're not willing to accept because people will treat you how you allow them to. They know you're not putting up with that. Then, hey, that that right there ain't going to fly. They'll come to you with something else. 
Who is this I'm talking to? I want to know who this is. Who is this 
Now, I will tell you, there have been one or two scenarios I would say, if I was cussing, this would be a good place for a cuss word, but that's not who I am. I mean, I built my brand uh-huh. 11 years on being the queen of clean. What I do know, that companies are not going to pay pay you major checks to be up there cursing and saying, suck this and eat that. So I'd rather get my uh-huh. money and be clean and don't limit myself. And see, that, see that, that that goes right into what we're talking about, just being authentic in what you do and who you are. Because if it shows crap, it's in you, whether you add explicatives or not. If you're funny, you're just going to be funny. And, like, some people just can't do it. And what they do is they mimic. They mimic what other people say. And I call, you know, they are in that group of people that I call bandwagoners. They, they see what works, for, you know, for another person, just like, you know, it works for a lot of people to online do things. And I actually was told, I was told if you would just change your pictures a little bit, if you would have your pictures a little bit more seductive, you would probably get more followers. If you would aim some of your subject and some of your topics to sexual type things because you've got that little look thing and you like taking pictures anyway, if you would do that, you could probably get more people to follow you. But the thing is, is when you Cast a net out like that, you get people that call just like um, Monifa earlier. You know, like, I don't know what to do with people who are not here to try to help me as well learn. Like, I'm not here just to be, you know, going on and on about what I'm doing. I'm here to learn as well. And we were here to do like soapbox, and I would have been very willing to talk with him about, you know, whatever he had in a respectful way to say to me, but, you know, it just didn't happen, and, I, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm working on my spirituality, I'm working on my Christian, because I meet people where I meet them, and I don't have to morph to them, but I guarantee you, if I don't want to be in your face, I'm going to tell you in the language that you're going to better understand, I know that ain't Christian right there, I'm working on it, I'm working real hard on it, <laughs> Greg and Lily, are y'all still there, because I want to, I yeah. Wanna, oh, yeah, I'm here, else. It is really real. It is 
they're devastated for the world to be telling you that you're supposed to have eight inches and you ain't got but two and a half. Like that, that, that is not a good hook. And that wasn't even the topic we were talking about. But we were talking about um, alpha females. What is the secret about alpha females? And a man had posted that instead of a man looking for a woman because of her looks and all this other kind of stuff. And we went on the definition of an alpha female. And I think alpha in and of of itself has to do with the more domineering. I mean, that's what it was. And it's in the animal kingdom Mm -hmm. as well, like the alpha male of a tribe. But there usually is a lead female to an alpha male. So an uh, alpha female, in my, in my understanding, I'm not discounting that you say you're one. I'm saying that when a woman is saying I'm a quote-unquote alpha female, you're just saying to the world that there is no other lead in front of me, and I determine how this go. and any man that's going to deal with me going to have to deal with me being the lead, which is almost the opposite of what that whole thing is about in the first place. But you explain yourself. That's just how I say that. All right. That's how they go. As, all right. As an alpha female, and I've learned that I'm the alpha female, in my life of the 42 years of living that I have, I'm put it out there, um, I've always been that, that girl that bucked the grain or went or bucked the system. Or challenge authority because why I'm going to march to the beat of my own drum and I don't have don't care how you think about it how you feel about it. This is Lily's world and if you don't like it move on. I'm not going to bend. I'm not going to budge. I I, I don't compromise very well. It so you are it not going to be able to. But you 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 do and I think you already know and I know but. Question, the answer to the question I'm about to ask, you know that that sets you up for not having a man in your life. You, you know that sets yeah. you up for that, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah I'm fully aware okay. of that. I'm fully aware of that. And, I've had, and you know what? In the past few days, in the in-depth conversations that you, have, you and I have had personally, I've grown to accept mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I have grown to accept that. There's no way around it. Now, grown Grown to us, accept that, or do you want it? Mm-hmm. Because those are two different things. Because accepting means I've that grown, you're in a I've grown to accept it. I've grown to accept it, and that's also what I want. That's what you want. Okay, okay. Greg, or many, either one of you guys have anything to say? Because I, you know, I'm not, yes, saying, I'm not trying to convert. I'm not trying to convert Lily. I think sometimes Lily think I'm trying to convert her, but I just see what I see, and I respectfully think that you have so much to offer to a family, to a man, to children of this man. I mean, it's just, it's it's like a powerhouse. It's like a battery, and then the connection is on the other side, but you, like, got this electric fence around yourself, like, ain't nobody coming over here. And that's fine if that's what you want, but I just see something maybe that is not for you, and I can accept that, and I won't bash that in you, but I'm not trying to change. No, uh, Greg, you hey, said hey, you had something. And, <laughs> and uh, Sharon, yeah, I, I get it. I get where you're coming from. I've been told this for the past three years. You are a fund and a wealth of information. Why are you not sharing it? I've come to a place in my life that where 
I don't really want to be around nobody. You know, let, let me be to myself. Let me come out and interact with you when I want to come out and interact with you. When I want to come out and interact with you, then I'm going to come out and interact with you. Once I retreat away from the world, then that's it. Greg, can you say something, Lily? Because I think she come yes. out. I think she either love me, you really, really love me in the empire, or you want to come out and you just don't maybe know how to come out. I don't know. Greg, what you got to say? Okay, first of all, um, on the subject of whining men, you have to understand that there's some two different extremes when it comes to men. You've got what I think a lot of women miss. You've got a lot of men out here that have been in relationships, and they have been taught how to respect. They've been taught how to provide. They've been taught how to do all the things that they should do. They've been taught how to be a gentleman. And they do that with the relationships that they pursue. And the end that y'all not catching on is when you end up with a woman who is exactly the opposite and does not know how to accept a man that does those things. She does not know how to reciprocate that. When that man tries and tries and he falls out of that relationship, y'all may think that people may think that women get hurt, men get hurt, and it lasts. It lasts. It'll last to the next one and the next one and the next one. And then what you have on your hands is a wounded man who know he's not going to take you out because some woman tried to use him for his money. I got a good friend of mine that was out with a girl. She got up from the table, and he dialed her number, and his number came up on her phone as free food. So you have a, you have a lot of men that are wounded that try to do all these things that y'all ask for from a real man. Those are the men that grew up surrounded by men that say, hey, young blood, if you take your girl to the movies, you walk on this side of the street or you open the uh-huh. door for her. Those are the, the men that I grew up with that pulled our coats and showed us how to do these things. What you have now is a generation being raised by degrading music, uh, athletes abusing their women, entertainers abusing their women. I, I was just blown away to see that people were saying that Chris Brown and this other guys had a right to, to hit. I mean, when I was growing up, you, there's no way you had no reason to hit a woman. You wow. hold her hands and you walk away from her. But to hit a woman and to, to knock her out with all the strength that wow. you have in you as a man, that's just unbelievable. So, yeah, you, when you have a whining man that's on a, on a thread and he's saying a lot of bad things about women, nine times out of ten, that man's been hurt. That man's been hurt. And then you got a lot of guys that deal with issues like being short. I got a lot of guy friends that are short, and they going after women like they life depend on it. You know? Wait and a minute. Like, Wait a I don't mean to laugh, Greg. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. I'm sorry. Listen. Okay, I'm going to get real serious because I ain't laughing at Because you know what? I am by, you know what? <laughs> by the standard in the medical book, I am morbidly obese. By my height to weight, I'm supposed to be 120, no, 140-some pounds. Okay. 
I ain't never seen that. I ain't, I ain't never seen it. So to me, it's hilarious. I'm not moved by it. I don't care if people say that I'm more be obese. So I understand I'm not made like the statistical um, black female that's 5'7 and 140-something pounds. So I have absorbed mm-hmm. that, and I understand that. So when a man called me fat, or like the man did this morning, you must be faking, you must be ugly, you must be fat, you must be a 200 pounds. And I'm like, oh, I could be a linebacker for the Steelers for real because I got that height to weight, but I just can't move that fast. But even if I was 110 pounds, with you being comfortable not knowing me and talking to me in this way, like, do you really think it matters? So these short men got to understand that they're going to always be a little lower than people. Like, that don't make you not yeah. a man. I mean, do, do they right. not do that? Well, the, do they not do a, lot that? Of them, a lot of them don't get it. They don't understand. I just, I'm six foot one, so that don't mean I got different problems than a man that's five foot four. You know, we still, we still have the same issues and the same problems. But I think, you know, everybody handles what they handle differently. But as far as oh, men, wow. and I've been I've been on some I've been on some chats with guys, and you can tell the guys that they they're not gonna take nobody out. They're only gonna spend X amount of money. They're not gonna and they they will try to take back everything that they feel like they did for for the last woman in the right way with the with the greatest intention. They're gonna try to oh. take that away from moving forward because it did not work. And they will blame every woman after that last disaster in that interim until they take time to see the key is being able to listen. I'm no I'm no, I could never be the man that I am without listening to the women in my family and listening to the men in my family. I have to be able to listen to both. I have to be able to step back and 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 you know, take stock in what I did, what my responsibility huh. was, and you have to learn how to forgive, or you're going to always be whining and whining about something. So, yeah, I've had some women that were gold diggers, and they uh-huh. just wanted somebody to buy them something to eat. So if I meet a, a nice woman the next time, I can't let that woman get away based on something that happened to me before and something as simple as taking somebody out to eat. You know, that's, that's, that's real simple. But you can't, you know, a lot of guys do it, though, and, and social media is a, is a real platform for it, you know, to, to take uh-huh. shots at each other. That's all we do is take shots at each other. This person arguing with Y'all get person, on my nerves. This person, you know. But y'all, y'all, need to, y'all need to tough it out between each other and get off of these women because men have gotten to where they just feel absolutely comfortable talking about Stuff. That ain't even about, like, y'all all in the powder room, y'all all in Victoria's Secrets, you all at the hairdresser. Like, those are some well, things the one, that's, the, like, the, the, the one thing for me where I draw the line, and the, and this is because of the way I was raised, disrespect will never be tolerated, ever. Mm-hmm. And I, if I can't treat you like I would expect somebody to treat my mother, I won't. But I won't bother with you because at you know, the end I've of the day, the respect. Uh-huh. It's respect. I've, I've heard the mother. I'm 
I've heard the mother thing before, but there's some things that men do with the, these women that y'all ain't doing with y'all mama. You know, like that's a whole different. Like I, that's something that I want. That's one of the things that I want to pull off of the little. You know, I want us to stop saying that. Now I'm gonna just say it. I'm gonna stop saying. It. I don't care how he treat his mama. His mama do some stuff for him that you're never going to be able to do for him. So if he good to his mama, you know he's going to be good to you. That is not true because there's some stuff that he want to do to you that he better not be doing to his mama. Is it another man on the line? Because I, I hope that makes sense. I'm not saying don't be a gentleman, don't be uh, uh, courteous. and that's You can be courteous and a gentleman to a stranger. But just because I'm your woman, does that mean that you're going to um, – you know, treat me like your mama. I don't even know what that really means. Armani, are you there? Yes, ma'am, I am. Hi, Armani. Y'all, listen, this is Armani, and I have to give him some clap. <laughs> <laughs> Not that you're not special, Greg. Uh, when I have men on the show, I just get excited anyway because men usually don't have a whole lot to say about a, a, a whole lot of nothing except for some sports, some breasts, and some butt, and maybe a little <laughs> money here and there. Yeah, you know, they talk about those things really, really easily, but when, it's talk, when we're talking about something that's a little bit deeper, sometimes they don't get there. We're talking about soapbox kind of things and some things that we've been complaining about. We complained about the lady who decided to bail out her boyfriend for $6 million, uh, and a lot of people say it's her business. You know, we're not trying to get all on one train of thought. I just had to get it out because I think that that doesn't make any sense. I'm trying to understand how many banks, I'm going to fill up with this $6 million across the globe. Like, I want to travel just to be making deposits everywhere I go so that I have a check card in every city. You know, like, I'm trying to get my wallet full of little bank cards. That's what I'm trying to do. But, no, you really getting poopy out of jail. I don't know if you feel the same way about it or not. Then we talked a little bit about just the generational, possibly the generational gap in men and how younger men just aren't the same crooks. You missed it earlier. Some guy tried to tell me I needed some infiltration of penetration in my life so that I can be, you know, stop hating on this woman with this money when she still got her money. And I'm still, you know, I just don't get it. So weigh in with us and tell us what you have to say or give us your soapbox because it may not even be either of those things. None of those things may not even move. Yeah, they, I mean, they really don't, but I will say that everything that I did hear uh, the brother on the line say, you know, I agree with, you know, the last 10 minutes or so when you guys were talking, I agree with everything you were saying. And I think most men yeah. uh, will agree, you know, when it comes to disrespect uh-huh. is where most of the time we draw that line. And I don't think because most women have not had a man in the household growing up, um, once uh-huh. they do get into a relationship where they are in the household with a man, whether that's a fiancé, boyfriend, or actually married, they don't understand mm-hmm. when they, they've crossed that line and uh, because mm-hmm. they haven't seen it or no one has ever put them in check like that in their life growing up. And they, they, came, mm-hmm. from a female-led, they came from female-led households. And so, uh, yeah, and so, and, and so did a lot of the men. But I do want to say as far as the mm-hmm. um, situation with the woman, you know, Bella and I, I saw that online today. Um, I didn't even read mm-hmm. the file because, again, that, that's her money. Uh, at the end of uh-huh. the day, and I was just glad she had it because, you know, the one thing is is that uh, what's more important than everything 
is love. And if she really loved him, you understand, it's kind of like, you know, people put their house up for their child or for their wife or for their husband or for a family member. Um, Well, she didn't have to do that. She had the money. And if it was a $6 million bond, I'm not sure. I I don't think she paid. She couldn't have paid out the whole $6 million. I don't, you know, I don't. I don't think that's how it works. I think you pay like six hundred thousand dollars. It's like ten percent of whatever the bond is. Um, so if it was a six uh-huh. million dollar bail, uh-huh. she posted six hundred thousand dollars. It's not like she posted uh-huh. the whole. Well, what period. it is? Let me give y'all six million dollars. Well, what it is? He went to jail twice, and the first time uh-huh. he went for uh, gun possession, and she bailed him out on three, and then um, he went again. Uh, he violated his parole. They picked him up, and he had he was drug possessors then and at the time of her picking you know going to bail him out at that time she caught a citation for having possession of marijuana so we're talking about people who are comfortable with I, I would say contraband and I'm not trying to even judge them or nothing I, I, I don't I'm not saying they're bad people I'm just saying the decisions are just pretty casual because not only did they come and get him she came to rescue him and got caught herself. Like you, dirty. Like I just so for people to say, she got oh, caught with love conquer. She, she got, got a citation for having. She got a citation for having marijuana on her person when she came to bail him out. So she caught a oh. violation herself, which really could have been you know excessive. But she only got a citation, which means they just got some more money from her. The money that that state gave her, she just gave it back. So that we wouldn't say it. Right. Not that we really care. Not that we really right. care about right. those four children well, all under the age of ten that y'all are living right. with these guns and with these with this drugs. We don't care about that. We really just want to take back that money right, that right. we kind of haphazardly gave you. Right, and I get that. And you know, the Bible says, well, um, not the Bible, but just growing up, you know, fooling his money shall shall uh, soon depart. And so um, a lot of us don't have those millions of dollars like she has. And with our own 50000 40000 30000 uh, tax money, uh, 5000 we we do stupid things with that money or have done stupid things that, that we shouldn't have done in the past. And I don't know how old she is, but, um, you know, there's a lot of things that uh, we, do, we do in our youth that we wouldn't do once we uh, become of age. And so uh, I think, you know, as far as my my uh, mindset on that is um, she got the money, whatever she did to get the money, uh, wonderful. <laughs> and it wasn't illegal. Mm-hmm. And so hopefully hopefully she can get things turned around and hopefully she can, uh, she can wake up some way, shape, form, or fashion. And hopefully he'll wake up as well and that something happens to, to wake them up before uh, those kids get up, up in age. And before uh, mm-hmm. there's no more money left, and she can actually do some things to create some more jobs mm-hmm. and keep that money circulating and keep that money coming in. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about waking up because waking up is a big topic, too. Um, people don't quite um, get the – I feel a change, like a shift in different people and their attitudes. and stuff. Maybe it's just because I'm getting older. Things do change because you get older. Uh, everything changes. It's kind of like a baby. They don't tell you some of these things happen to you. Like you get a little bit more forgetful. You get a little bit slowful. Certain things that you used to do with very little effort, now it takes very much of an effort, and then you're going to hurt behind it if you do it the older that you get. But it's 
awareness, this awakeness, and it has to do with people's spirituality and their belief system. And it doesn't matter what you believe uh, in inside of quotations, what you call yourself, whether you're a Christian, whether you're a Muslim, whether you're an atheist, whether you're this or that. I have a story about the little, uh, the two youngsters out of, I think it was somewhere in Alabama who have been held because they are supposedly trying to solicit placement with ISIS, and they have a an idea or had a following or a belief system that was enough for them to understand that they were going to be abandoned and not only their family, their 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 area of living. They were abandoning everything because of just their belief systems, and they did it in secret. Like, they was like, her right. daddy was one, the little black girl. Her daddy was a police officer, and he, I don't know if he had any idea, but she didn't really even hide how she felt about certain things. And some of that bleeds into social media. You can see where people are obviously pro-causes. Uh, you got a whole section, I'm sure, of, of people who love animals more than they do adults, and they are raising money like fools over uh, everything. I just read today that they're raising money over the uh, over this bear who was in Yosemite. You know, bears live in parks. You know, they live right. in the woods. It's not like it's not like they get the little condos. They got elevator systems or nothing. They live in the woods. Okay, so we go to the woods. Basically, we go to their house. And a camper was uh, eaten alive. Now, they say, and I've read, and kind of research, bears are not normally aggressive unless you are in their territory around their cubs. And that's exactly what they right. think happened. Because I think they found this cub and an older bear eating the remains of this man. And now they got petitions, they got GoFunds, they got... Legislature, they got all kind of stuff. Well, damn bear, they want to they want to kill the bear. They want to put the bear on death row. That's what they want to do. They don't want him in. They don't want him in his. I'm serious. They don't want him in his natural habitat anymore because he killed a human being. Not. Why don't we keep our asses out of the woods? Why don't we? Preserve their natural habitat that, that don't make no sense It's just like that damn tiger Cecil got more coverage Than the little black boy Who was murdered um, Just last week And it's Dallas, just no, I mean Why? And I'm like Okay so we, I, Y'all know I love lions Y'all know it's August This is my birth month I'm very excited about it I feel kind of some way When August come and go but that's a damn tiger. Like, he can't talk. He don't even walk up. Lion. Right? He was a lion. He's he was not a lion. even a lion. He's a lion. He's a lion. Right. Yeah, a lion. What do y'all think about these, what do y'all think about these police movements that have very little to do with just basic survival of humanity? Um, I think that we're in a, I think that we're in a uh, phase in our society around the world to where people are looking for uh, the truth and whatever truth that is that they feel is the truth they're looking for that people are looking to be a part of something and most mm-hmm. people are not a part of anything they don't have anything going for themselves honestly and so it's easy 
to um, as many people think that they're leaders, they're actually followers, and that's okay to be a follower. However, oftentimes people are following um, are following beliefs that they don't really even know what they really believe. Uh, a thought right. was planted in their a thought was planted in their mind somewhere, and they never they never check that thought. You know, a belief is just a thought that you keep thinking over and over and over again. Now, just because you believe it doesn't mean it's true. That may be your truth, but it doesn't mean that it's true. And so the way the media is hooked up, even social media is hooked up, is to continue to share something over and 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 over again. And what happens is is that at that when that happens, you're able to influence the minds of every single individual directly or indirectly. Okay. Mm-hmm. By the time you reach by the time you reach a million people, you've affected just the United States over ten percent of the population directly. Or about ten percent of the population mm-hmm. directly, I believe, excuse me. And so at that particular mm-hmm. point, that's the reason why, you know, if you're a music artist or something along those lines, you sell a million copies, like that's big time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you have mm-hmm. you have you now have influenced the culture in some way, shape, form or fashion. And so with social media, all it did was just allow these movements, these thoughts, these different things to become a part of the culture. And that's exactly the way they are creating and setting up um, a potential race war that we're, that we're, you know, we're on the brink of right now in a society. And they've been doing it through the media for a while, steadily building up, steadily building up, steadily building up, steadily building up. And so on one hand, you, you, you create fear. And so when you create fear in the minds of police, police officers, as well as in the minds of the individuals, black, white, brown, red, yellow, whoever, okay, then you're able to create what is going to bring about martial law or laws being changed on guns, uh, different people's policies and ideas who are, you know, at the forefront or the lawmakers or the people with the money who make the rules. You know, I was taught growing up, the person with the money make the rules. You know, the person with the gold, they don't want to make the rules. And so, um, you know, as I heard Mr. Sprecher say, it's, it's a lot easier to uh, to kill a million people nowadays than it is to control a million people. And so, the, the whole goal is to control. And so, if you can't control people uh, peacefully, then what do you do? You you create you create havoc. And then, therefore, when you create havoc, people are controlled by fear. I don't want to be scared. And so that's what I believe. I, and that, that... I think I think I think you hit the nail on the head because I have fear written down here. Is there anything special you want to promote on the show tonight? I mind it when we get to the end of the show because I know you're doing big things, big things. <laughs> well, I mean, everybody just look me up, follow me on all social media, uh, everywhere. I love seeing what's going on in people's lives. Uh, I try my best to to know or have connection with everybody on social media. Uh, I'm actually active on there. Um, anywhere online under Armani Valentino, Snapchat, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, everywhere is Armani Valentino. You can also visit my website, ArmaniValentino.com. Um, I got a few, quite, quite a few things coming up. Uh, I'm starting my record label back up, College Boy Records, uh, which for yeah, a long time I, I did that. Yeah, I got a, got some stuff. Today my single is actually supposed to be out, but I'm going to wait till I shoot this video. And uh, so that'll be out. And then we got, like I said, we got multiple books coming out. And I'm starting a, um, a film uh, in September. We'll start auditioning. I'm um, casting, excuse me, for, uh, for mm-hmm. a film. I'll be a, I'll be a mad black woman. Put me down for <laughs> mad black. <laughs> mad black woman. But other, Thank but you so other, than, other than that, 
what I do want to promote is this. What I do what I do want to yeah. promote is this. I want to promote um, a love right now. I want to promote all people, but definitely black people specifically, to uh, really work mm-hmm. on um, our health. Okay, mm-hmm. our uh, saving of money, our mm-hmm. um, buying of actual assets, and our forgiving one another, especially amongst our male female relationships, especially. Uh, and particularly amongst people that we have children with, if we are not together or mm-hmm. even if we are together. And also for the forgiveness of our mothers and our fathers or individuals who have hurt us. That way we can be totally free to attract the good, clean, the powerful, and positive things that God has for us. Mm, I say that that order was absolutely opposite of how <laughs> I think it should have been. All of that in the reverse, because I mean that was just perfect. I think that is exactly what we need in our little world today. Thank you so much for coming on and talking with us. It's Charlotte. I'm giving you applause. Uh-huh. Thank you. You're welcome, Greg and Lily. Do either of you have anything to say before the Empress tries to sign off and surmise this thing? <laughs> I can't think of anything at, at this moment. You know, I've already said a mouthful tonight. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. As, yes. As you, Greg, what about you? Um, not really, but I did want to say to the other caller, Lily, that um, there is a um, a book called The 48 Laws of Power, and one of the laws talks about isolation. Uh, you should look that PDF up and read it. Isolation is dangerous. Yeah, I think Lily could probably start a little world war if she really wanted to because she, I just really see the power that she has, um, and I think she knows it. I do think she knows it. Quick commercial before the Empire. Even though the Empire was born out of my personal experience and endeavors, the Empress welcomes everyone into the Empire. If you would like to be a guest, a co-host, or simply want to suggest a topic to be discussed, contact me by email at EmpressCooperDavison at gmail.com or by my website at www.TheEmpress.com. I'm here. I'm you. We talked about a lot of different things tonight. We talked about the whining men because I had to get to that. We also talked about spirituality being more sore and enlightened. Kind of sort of talked about that. Uh, bandwagoners, people who just get on and don't really know the kind of sheepish. Uh, didn't talk about adding God into everything because people do that too. Like they just get a kick out of saying, you know, thinking that it fixes it by adding God to it when, you know, God can fix anything, but I don't think he is in everything, and you can't be adding God to some of this wretchedness that y'all be doing, but you know, that's a whole other topic, that's a whole two-hour show by itself, uh, and expectancies we didn't talk about, because, you know, a couple of people added things that they wanted me to talk about, I didn't get to do that, because we got infiltrated at the beginning of the show with someone who wanted to tell me the best thing that I needed, tell me that I hate it, because I didn't have enough in my life, and that's why I was hating on a woman who had $188 million way across the country, and she's bailing out her boyfriend that I needed a boyfriend, and that he, and then he couldn't even articulate to me why he felt like he could be that for me, because, you know, if that's what I need, if that's what you submitted, present it at least 
so that I can believe what you're saying. And I think Armani hit it right on the head. A lot of people just go on with whatever is going on. We just, you know, get on the bandwagon with whatever it is. It could be steering right off of a cliff, and we don't even pay any attention to it. We don't even know if it really resonates with ourselves, if it fits into what we want for our lives. And it's because plainly, you know, like this lady with the lottery, nobody really plans to get up in the morning and say, this ticket right here is really going to do it, and I'm going to stop, and I'm going to focus on this ticket. I'm going to win this, and this is going to fix everything. No, we live in reality, and we keep moving on those realms. And then when the unexpected happens, you have to go into a place where you do have something sound, you do have something structured, you do have something really, really uh, firm, but people don't have that. Like, people don't have an idea about what and why they're here. They just know, just like the caller earlier, somebody has to sick, I was born, they gave me their name, and that's it. I go to work, I pay the power bill, the light bill, or this bill, I go to work and come home, I part on Friday night, like the substance of who they are is is so clouded by all of the stuff that they do that it makes no sense. I wanted to be able to say uh, that, you know, this woman, obviously, obviously, anybody with a brain, even if it's not functioning well, there's something to her feeling obligated, someone who has a track record for screwing up. I ain't talking about no basic screwing up. I'm talking about a $6 million man screw up. What we, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care how much money you have. Just because you, because you have endless amounts of money, it doesn't fix the problem. After all of the bills and all of this is paid, there's still something that we don't know and you won't know it. Does the same thing that happens in our lives individually, and it has very little to do with money. I said that on most of the threads that I had today. This really doesn't have anything to do with money. Because when you look at her first interview when she won the money, she was even able to articulate what the maybe it was a sound bite, but I don't think so. I think when you have four children under the age of 10, four children under the age of six, Let's see, her oldest is seven, a seven-year-old son, three daughters, ages four, three, and nine months. And you're going to tell me that dropping $6 million just because you have it was just not a big deal. I don't think it was that casual. I think she understood something or had some type of obligation to it, but it was just an obvious uh, answer to a question that was just saying he out. That's what that equals. But I'm almost as positive that there's something just as missing in that relationship that you can you can equate that to being okay. I don't care how many children she has. She could have just had one. It could have just been her. When you don't understand um, yourself and, and why you do a thing, like she said very clearly, I want to take care of my children. I want to provide education for myself. She had that work and going to nursing school. She said she wanted to buy her mother a house. She also wanted to fix up her grandmother's house. So she had a plan, but something got in the way of her actuating, actuating it, and it's because her plan involved everybody else's uh, uh, future and not a clear path with herself. Like she's defined as the fixer. You look into her history, she supposedly, quote, unquote, 
is the person who kind of handled his money with his drug deals and stuff before. That's what the rumor has been. She's denied that, but that's what people say. I'm not saying that she's a horrible person. I'm saying she's a victim of circumstance, and until that cycle gets broken, you know, we talked about the dad not being in the house. I think Armani even uh, suggested that may have been the issue here, but the even more issue, whole babies with her daddy going to jail every six months. Like, that's what they're going to get to do. And at some point, that uh, $188 million is going to dwindle down if we get keep doing this. I mean, she could do this for several more years, and maybe he'll make bond and, and maybe not. But it's not the money. It's, it's, it's the system. This system is built to keep the family separated, and you, you're really paying for it, uh, along with these men who are thinking that if I'm hurt, I'm broken, I got a little pee-pee, I'm kind of short, you know, that makes me less of a man than a six-foot-tall, long, wanker that is not That is not going to fix where you are and who you are. Like, you have to still absorb where you are. I said it, I'll be the first to say it, I'm not 145 pounds. I'm not 200 pounds, but I'm. It, the weight, the number doesn't matter. If I don't like myself and I'm not enjoying who I am and I'm not full of me and tanked up on this is my best capability of myself, then I have nothing to offer to anybody else. And you can just, you can take that to the bank. You ain't going to get no $188 million for it. But that's just the reason why you have these multimillionaires who are still unhappy. This is why you have families that are able to be broken no matter what amount of access you have to finances. It's more than just the stuff. Anything that you can replace over and over and over and over again is usually not going to be the substance of who and what you are. Those are just some some credentials maybe or some characteristics that look good. Like everybody can look the part very, very well. Everybody can even on text and on social media sound like the professional that they're supposed to be. But when you get from behind the computer and you take off all of the regular clothes, you have to do the same thing that someone who has nothing but one uh, uh, choice of clothes to wear. You have to be true to who you are. You have to be sure of who you are, and that's going to take some time for being who you are. And it has not a lot to do with a lot of people. It has more to do with yourself. You have to take some time. And this is this this is the real work of life. I mean, you know, we have fun on social media. I know I do. I had it today. Uh, in my girls' group, but this is not the time to play. You can play at a different time when it comes to different topics, but when it comes to some real crushing things, you know, it's, it's a soapbox thing don't even work. You have to be firm with what you know, and you have to be firm with who you are. You don't have to be apologetic. I do. That's one of the things. I'm not going to apologize for who I am. I will make a point not to have to apologize for something that I didn't mean, and I will try to make a point not to hurt someone on purpose when I know they're trying to hurt me because I function in a way of I'm going to get you back. I'm going to get you back plus one. That's how I used to function. But we're not going to do that. We're going to grow up. We're going to do some things in a very mature and holistic way that serves both myself, serves the other person, and serves the universe. Play Me Baby is a song that I love. We're going to play that. And then we're going to have a sexy show coming up. Don't know when it's going to be because I'm a little bit tired. might be Friday night, might be Thursday. We don't know. 